Hi everyone, long time no see. Um, I hope everyone's doing really well, uh, especially during this holiday season. Um, I will kind of, I guess, cut the formalities and just kind of get right into this. Um, you know, this is, I, you know, I know the elephant in the room um, is that the podcast has not been running for the last six months. Um, we really stopped kind of abruptly and I didn't really give anybody much of an explanation. Um, I did give an explanation to, uh, you know, my team and the people I work closely with, but um, you listeners, I really did not um, address why we just stopped dropping content. Uh, so that's what I'm here to do today. Um, this is actually the first time I've recorded in six months. Uh, I haven't recorded anything in, in the entire time. Um, I've actually hardly sat in this seat. Um, it's been it's been hard to do that. Uh, this really the story. I'm going to try to get this as quickly as possible. Um, you know, giving it the time that it desires and needs, um, but also um, trying to just get through this. Um, you know, as quickly as I can um, and efficiently as I can. Uh, this is really my mental health story, believe it or not, and um, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And I hope that by the end of this. Um, this episode, however long this will be, um, I didn't really uh, plan what I was going to say. I don't have any script. I'm really just talking off the top of my head right now. Um, that I hope that after I get across what I need to get across, that I hope that this episode um, does help somebody out there, even if it's just one person who might be struggling with similar things that I have, or really, or maybe just helps them with their own. Uh, mental health journey or any sort of trauma or uh, issues that they have in their own lives. Um, so I first off want to address that uh, I loved being a content, I, excuse me, I love being a content creator. Um, uh, the last three years uh, doing this podcast has been incredibly fulfilling for me. Um, it has given me an outlet and a platform f to talk about one of my biggest passions, which is music. And along the way, I've been able to meet so many people, amazing people, made so many amazing connections. Um, you know, I think the just the content, what we've built speaks for itself. I know we're not the biggest podcast in the world, but it was just so amazing and incredible to see the organic growth that we were creating. And, you know, it's again, it's just given me gave me such a like a different purpose and that I haven't had in my life. Um, doing this podcast. It really um, was one of the most like just favorite parts of my whole life. Um, but in essence, that actually ended up what partly what became the problem. And I think one of the things that, you know, any content creator, I think can potentially relate to this, whether you're an artist um, or, you know, a podcaster or a video editor or director or whatever it is, you know, obviously these creative outlets, they come from, stem from passion. And while that's amazing and it's a great thing, um, it can be sometimes a little consuming. Um, and I allowed it to really just kind of take over my life um, in ways that uh, I hadn't really anticipated when I started. Um, you know, I think because we're, we love it so much and we want people to consume the content we want to always keep creating and creating and creating. But I think at some level, uh, at least maybe I'll speak for myself, I got lost in that a little bit too much. 
um, it became the biggest priority in my entire life over my mental health and my physical health. Um, and of course, as the podcast started to grow, uh, and while that was so fulfilling and so just, just incredible to see the growth, um, you know, I think I got so caught up in it and that's all I cared about. That's all I was doing. Uh, I was, was just way too wrapped up in it and I wasn't paying attention to my own health. Um, and as most people know, like if you've been a avid fan of this podcast for the last three years, like obviously I'm a full-time English teacher first, um, a basketball coach second, um, you know, and then a, a son, a friend, a boyfriend, um, you know, I just have so many other responsibilities outside of this podcast. Um, but the podcast became number one. And of course, over my mental health and my physical health. And uh, I started to struggle and burn out a little bit. I won't lie. Um, you know, I think as it grew, as the podcast grew and the community grew and the demand was becoming greater, uh, it was so just, again, amazing to see. But I think it um, became a little bit uh, there was a lot of pressure that came with that, um, wanting to help everybody out and give people a platform uh, to share their stories, which is honestly one of my favorite parts of having this podcast and listening to new music and, you know, promoting it for everybody. Um, but it just became a little bit too much. And uh, I started to get very overwhelmed. Um, and just for context, I've said this a couple times on the show, uh, very, probably in passing, but I haven't really got into it too much in detail, but um, I do have an anxiety, just generalized anxiety disorder. Um, I was diagnosed at age 19. Uh, I'm gonna be 28 on December 9th, so which is coming up, uh, which is also a little scary in its own right. Um, you know, kind of the end of my 20s is fastly approaching. I know some people that are older than me, especially like old head Ed out there. I'm sure he's rolling his eyes at me because I know that's pretty young, but um, it's the oldest I've ever been is what I'd like to say. And uh, anyway, for me, um, you know, I, I do think I have had anxiety even before 19, before it was diagnosed. Um, and one of the amazing things I think about my anxiety is as I started to understand it a little bit better, I've started to realize that really my anxiety, the way that I cope with it is by staying busy. And I find that sitting still um, and being still doesn't, it, it actually, it doesn't help my anxiety at all. It makes my mind just race and race and race. But if I am constantly doing things and being productive, um, it, I would find that the anxiety would ward away. But what I didn't realize, I think, as I was doing that, as I was, you know, teaching, coaching, doing the podcast, um, and, as, and again, it, not so much doing the podcast, but at the, I guess at the rate we were doing it, putting pressure on myself to drop weekly episodes, um, post every single day on social media, constantly comparing myself to others on social media and other podcasts that were doing, I, in my eyes, maybe bigger things than we were, which is the worst thing you can ever do. And I think that's, again, the drawback of social media in some regard, um, even though social media has, and there's just so many platforms out there for us creatives to you know, put out this content. I think on the flip side of that, the dark side of that is, you know, the, um, you know, again, the pressure that we put on ourselves to stay relevant and be relevant. And, and um, I just got so caught up in it, uh, too caught up in it. And, uh, you know, I wasn't paying attention to other areas of my life. Um, and I needed a break, which is truthfully um, 
you know, what I think I had realized. Um, I think I knew it deep down for a while, for a couple months at least, that I had needed a break and that I was doing too much. Because um, again, my anxiety helps me to be productive and do all these things. But again, there's a cost with that. And uh, I let it go too long. And I didn't, I didn't really tell many people about this. The only, I did tell one person. Um, and I, I told my girlfriend, Carissa, who is one of my biggest supporters, biggest fans, uh, and you know, one of the most amazing people I have in my entire life. Um, I told her um, in April or May uh, of this, obviously this past year, that what I had been feeling, that I had been feeling burnt out and that I had wanted to take a break for the month of July. Because of course, as a teacher, we have summers off, so I felt like that would be the ideal time. Um, and it's really funny how the universe, uh, and, and over the last six months, I've had many moments like this. Um, whether you you know believe me or not, or believe in like a higher power. Again, I'm not really a religious person; I'm more of a spiritual person um, in many respects. And uh, I truly believe, though, that um, our lives, uh, you know, the universe really gives us exactly what we need um, when we need it. Um, there's this song that uh, I listened to over the last six months by Quinn 92, uh, and it's called right where you should be. Um, I encourage anybody to check that song out cause it's, fa it's fantastic. And, uh, it was very relatable to, to what I was going through. Um, what I have been going through over the last six months. Um, so I think deep down, I knew that I needed a break, but, um, I don't know if I had the strength to make that move and, and, and take that break. Um, but again, it's funny how life, when you need it, um, it will give you exactly what you need. Um, and I hit a very um, tumultuous and uh, difficult time in my life, probably one of the hardest times of my entire life, uh, around June, um, in the span of about three weeks. Uh, and again, I won't get into a ton of detail for the um, confidentiality of some of the people involved. Um, but I had someone close to me that I saw every day that was working with every day um, uh, suddenly passed away. Um, I was also dealing with some health complications myself. Uh, nothing major, but just minor things that were nagging at me. Um, I think maybe more stress induced than I had realized um, at the time. And I was also dealing with some also personal problems that I, um, and issues in my life that I, again, I don't, I don't want to divulge, uh, again, for confidentiality. Um, but there was just a lot going on at once. Um, and I had decided that, uh, to get away that, uh, you know, I would go on a camping trip with some friends. Um, and, you know, I'm, as people that know me well know, I'm like a big nature guy. I love hiking and things like that. But I had even been really neglecting hiking or working out consistently. Um, again, just not taking care of myself at all. Prioritizing, uh, you know, I would work, you know, a 8 to 10, 12-hour day. And I'd come home and work on the podcast for four or five hours. Um, you know, wasn't really sleeping as much as I should have. Uh, just And then just going through everything I was going through uh, in my personal life. Uh, I just wasn't in a good place and I started to get not only the anxiety started to get really really bad but I also became uh, very depressed and um, I knew I needed to step away from the podcast because of that um, what I didn't realize what would come next um, I was camping again with some friends uh, in June 
Um, and all of these things unfortunately came to a head and I had a stress induced seizure, um, in the middle of the woods. And thankfully I had some incredible friends of mine around with me who brought me back to consciousness, uh, rushed me to the hospital. Um, you know, I got tests done and I was hooked up to all these machines for, you know, a, a day or two and you know, over the course of the next week had to get all these tests done to see if it was anything serious. And, you know, fortunately, um, by the grace of whatever higher being you want to believe in or whatever, I, I don't know what I believe, to be honest, sometimes, but I know there's a higher power. I'm not sure what, but um, fortunately, it was nothing more than just stress induced. But, unfor but for me, I think what that made me realize it really put things into perspective of how far I had let that go and how far I let myself go and neglected my mental health and my physical health and, or like, like I said, neglected my fit mental health and it, and it affected almost my physical health. Like, um, there would have been a possibility that if I didn't have friends with me when that happened or, or anyone around me that, uh, I might not be here right now. And that reality, uh, sat with me so hard and actually in a lot of ways made it worse uh i felt worse than i did even before i left for this trip which was the opposite of what it was intention intended to be but again it's really interesting how some of these things happen i'll tell a couple of quick stories this first one um so when i had the seizure there was a we're luckily we were at a campsite and the campsite grounds manager um at 1130 at night uh, luckily one of the people I was with she had the wherewithal to just like sprint down and find him and he came driving over and uh, spoke with me uh, made sure I was okay uh, once I was kind of coming back to consciousness uh, told us where the hospital was um, and then they released me the next morning and as I was gathering my, my things back and gonna leave for the for the uh to go home and you know start this process of figuring out you know if i was going to be okay um i stopped at his campsite i don't know really what came over me or why i wanted to or why i thought i needed to but i just wanted to th i guess in some respect i just wanted to thank him uh for coming to my aid and being somebody like just a complete stranger like worrying about me and weirdly enough he recognized me right away and he was excited and actually happy that I was okay and that I was, you know, in front of him. And he wanted, he was, he had said he'd been worrying about me all, all morning. And we had a long story short, we had this really uh, amazing 20, 30 minute conversation. And this, this man was much, much older than me, um, probably in his seventies or his eighties. And he taught me so many things in that 20 to 30 minutes. I can't even describe um, and we found out we had so much in common. Um, he started sharing a lot of his story of his past traumas. And, um, you know, and I don't want to sit here and say that I've had a, a difficult life or a difficult childhood because I think that would be, um, I did have a good childhood in a lot of ways, but there were things that I dealt with in my life and personal people that know me really, really well know what I've been through in my life. Um, and, you know, I've had a, I had a hard time for a long time. Um, and again, it was a lot of stems of my anxiety were some of the things that I've been through in my life. 
And weirdly enough, he and I had been through a lot of similar things. And he just kind of opened up to me and talked to me about a lot of these things. Um, and I found that to be so profound and serendipitous in so many ways because what he was telling me was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, and he said something to me that was very, that sticks out to me very much. Um, he said to me that, um, you know, and everything in life happens for a reason, a season, a moment, or a lifetime. And he said, you and I are having a moment right now, and I'm being impacted just as much by you as you are by me. And, you know, I will never forget this moment, and I want you to never forget this moment. And try your best to take care of better care and what has happened to you last night and just take care of take better care of yourself and I drove home half pretty much the first 20 minutes of after that conversation driving home I was just in tears just crying um realizing how low I had gotten and allowed myself to get um and you probably never would have known it um I do have a nice job of hiding it, unfortunately. Um, you know, during the episodes that I was putting out and, you know, putting out all the content, you would never have thought that I was struggling. Um, but the reality is that I was. And, um, you know, I just really decided at that moment that I needed to take the time um, to get myself healthy and get myself right. Um so I went, started going back to therapy, um, something that I had, been, I had done in my early 20s but had pretty much neglected for a number of years. Um, so I went back to therapy, um, and I appreciate my therapist very much. He's done so much for me, helped me in so many areas in my life the last six months. Um, I started getting on a much better workout regimen uh, than I had in the past, and you know, was eating better, meditating, uh, you know, sleeping, reading. Um, I took a, you know, I spent a lot of time in nature um, and just living in the moment, being in the moment, um, enjoying my life again, something I hadn't really done, been doing in a while um, just because of all the responsibilities that I had. And uh, I really just took some time for myself and uh, even took a little, like, personal retreat up to um, I stayed on a farm in in upper state New York for like three days no no electronics just and literally nobody but myself and 110 acres of land to explore um, books to read uh, meditations to do uh, and I in journaling that's been a big thing for me too lately is just doing a lot of writing um, just for myself and getting my thoughts down and just trying to start to this process of just getting myself healthy again. Um, and so that's really and where I was this last six months uh, just trying to get healthy. And unfortunately, um, I realized that I, it was hard for me. I found it very difficult for me to do the podcast while I was going through all these things. Um, it wasn't easy to give it up. Um, as many of you know, like I, you know, this is the studio that's in my house, in my home. Um, it's actually like a, a room that's like 
split into two sections. So I'm actually my bedroom is like on the opposite side of this of this wall over here to like you can't really see it, but um, I would I, I so I'm up here all the time and uh, I would walk by, of course, this part of the room every single day. And I had a really hard time sitting in the seat or even just coming over to the side of the room for the longest time. I had this strange sort of resentment almost towards the podcast and everything that we had built um, because of I just all the pressure I'd put on myself for it to be successful and to give you guys the best content possible. Um, so... Yeah, and um, I just, I realized that I needed to step away. And I wasn't sure if I was ever going to come back truthfully. Um, I didn't want to like never, you know, say that and change my mind. Um, I left it open. Um, I just, again, but I lost motivation to even sit in the seat. But I started started to over the last few months, um, last two months I would say I've started to acclimate myself back over to this side of the room, sit in it, be in it, process it, feel it, um, and as I've worked my way back to trying to come back to this, um, I'm starting to feel a lot more ready, um, and simply because I truthfully do believe that the seizure was the best thing that ever happened to me because um, it forced me to get better and forced me to uh, focus on myself and my mental health. Um, and I don't think I would have done that had it not happened. And I'm so blessed to be here recording this right now to be reconnecting with some of you and a lot of you already um, and that was the other thing amazing thing about this too is so many of you during this time reached out uh, wondering what was going on with me and I, I know I wasn't as uh, detailed as I could have been about what was happening but I you know I tried to be as detailed as possible and for a long time I wasn't even on social media um, I wasn't I had really neglected the email the pot the, the the DMs like I just kind of neglected all of it um, I apologize to anybody I never got back to. It was never personal. I never meant for that to happen. Um, it just ended up being what it was. I needed to just, again, focus on myself. But there's a couple of things that I've realized throughout this, this time that I've taken off. And the first is that, and I had this conversation with somebody um, that uh, I'll also keep nameless, but... Um, who was, we were sharing some, some things that we had both been through back and forth. And one of the things he had talked about was also taking a break for himself, um, from the creative side of things. And, you know, he had mentioned that, you know, he wanted to get back to hundred percent. And in that moment, it kind of hit me, you know, I realized that I don't think we ever are 100%. You know, as I sit here today, recording this, talking to you, um, I am not 100%. Um, I can tell you that I am so, so much better now than I was six months ago when I left uh, this podcast. 
and took a hiatus. Um, so much better. Um, am I 100%? No. But I don't think I ever will be. I don't think any of us ever will be. And I think that's the other thing, too, we have to understand and realize that that's okay. Um, we will never be 100%. Um, because if we are, that means we have no other where, nowhere to go but down. We have nowhere to grow. Um, so I've realized that 100% is utopian. It's, um, it's not anything that we can ever achieve. Um, and I think that that's important to understand and realize and, and being accept that and be okay with that and not put so much pressure on ourselves to be 100%. When we're not feeling well, listen to ourselves, listen to our bodies. Um, listen to our minds, um, something that I didn't do for a really, really long time. And I paid a price for it. Uh, luckily, I did not pay the ultimate price for it and that I'm here still. Um, but if this, and, I, and the reason, again, the reason why I'm telling this story and kind of opening up about all these things is because I hope that even if there's just one person out there that is struggling with through their mental health or they're not sure how to get help, um, I just encourage everybody, and even if you're, you feel like you don't really, um, you're not struggling, struggling, but maybe there's, you know, an aspect of your life you want to improve on. Don't wait, do it now. You know, go get that therapist that you've been putting off that you said you would get, but you haven't. Sign up for that gym that you haven't signed up for because you've been putting it off because you're scared or you're nervous. Um, you know, and that's, Again, when I was in the, on the, in, uh, when I did my personal retreat and I was by myself and no electronics, nobody with me, um, that time was uncomfortable in a lot of ways. But the beautiful part about that was I found so many amazing moments of bliss and purity in, through those moments of uncomfortability. And when juxtaposed with those moments of uncomfortability, those moments of purity and bliss and like peacefulness that I found, it stood out in comparison. And I think if we look at life that way, where, you know, we're all going to have hardships in our lives. You know, my trauma is not your trauma. What I've been through in my life is not what you've been through. But I think if we do a better job of understanding each other a little better, having a little more empathy, normalizing mental health, normalizing the strategies that are out there for us to cope with these with these issues if you are burning out from social media or really any like take a break a break is okay because the only thing at the end of the day that we have is our own health and we you know we can't do the things that we want to do without our, our our health it's just it's it's imperative that we take care of ourselves and so again, I encourage people to talk to a friend, talk to a family member you trust, get a therapist, uh, work out regularly, fix your diet if that's a problem for you. I mean, for me personally, like I've been on a much better workout regimen. I've been doing yoga a lot. That's been huge for me, like beneficial, not only for my mind, but for my body. Um, I'm prioritizing my health. Because before, I would get home after work and I would say to myself, okay, I need to edit this episode. Where can I fit in a workout? Or where can I fit in time to meditate or read? When it should have been the opposite. It should have been, okay, I have to meditate. 
I have to read, I have to work out, where can I find time to edit this episode? That's the mindset that I needed to flip. And I'm thankful that I did um, and that I'm still here to share this with you. Um, it's important, I think, too. And it's very, and again, another thing is very serendipitous is that it's, weirdly enough, I, I saw this the other day that it's Men's Mental Health Month, which apparently seems like there's a month for everything these days. But um, I don't think we should have a month for mental health. That should be it's an everyday thing. And it shouldn't be just for men. It should be for women and any gender that you are. But I think specifically as men, sometimes I will say that, you know, we tend to bottle things up a little bit more. Um, you know, there's kind of that toxic masculinity in our society still. I think it's getting better, but there's still, I think, elements of that. And we need to kind of break those stigmas down a little bit more um, as men, be more open about our mental health um, and our struggles. Um, again, any gender, anybody going through hard times, you know, I think we need to lean on each other and support each other in those moments and do what we need to do for ourselves. Um, and then the other thing that, you know, I had been thinking about coming back uh, over about the last month or so, I had mentioned things to, uh, to Sam and to Phoenix, who, again, I, I can't thank enough, who have been such a huge support system for me throughout this time. Um, you know, they were, of course, disappointed that, you know, I was going to step away and that we were going to take a break. But they understood. They've stuck by me. And they're ready to hit the ground running with me now um, to bring this back. Um, and I've realized, too, another thing is that, you know, unfortunately, I will not, we will not be, we'll be starting slow. Um, we won't be really, I think, going at the pace that we were at before. Um, we're not going to be able to take on as much work, at least to start, than we had in the past. Because there's that saying of doing things over and over again and expecting different results. That's like the definition of insanity. So I don't want to drive myself to that place again where it's overwhelming. Um, so bear with us as we start to start to you know roll out some more content. Um, and again, I just want to thank everybody that has stuck by us and that reached out to me. Um, Throughout this time, I, I really can't thank you guys enough uh, for the support. Um, and I'll leave you with this last story um, of how I knew that it was time um, for me to come back and gave me the motivation to get behind the microphone again and do this this episode. Just again, it's the first time I've been in front of a microphone in six months. Uh, a little nervous, if you can't even tell, which is which is strange. I, I don't know why I'm, I'm nervous, but um, I was at a Friendsgiving with uh, my girlfriend's side of her friends. So, yeah, again, they're, I'm friends with them through her, and they don't, like, know me as well as my real friends do. Um, not that they're not real friends, but... Um, <laughs> but anyway, I met this... I met somebody, one of her friends in her group that I hadn't met before. And we were having a conversation about... I don't remember even what it was about. And out of the blue, he says to me, all right, this is going to sound weird, but I've been meaning to say this to you for a few minutes now but I follow your podcast because you interviewed my old college friend of mine Slim DeWitt well, shout out to Slim who I've talked to a few times as well and has been majorly supportive of you know my uh, my hiatus and all this 
And I thought that was just a very serendipitous thing where he was even showing me like, hey, like I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel. And we had never met before. And it's not like lately, uh, I haven't been talking about the podcast. I didn't bring it up in that moment. Um, because again, it's been one of those things. It's been a tough conversation for me because it's been hard for me to have, have to have stepped away from this. Um, and it was just amazing to have that. And uh, weirdly enough, another ironic piece as well. Um, my school found out about the podcast, uh, ironically, during the time that I was not doing it, uh, which is kind of funny. And they want me to start a podcasting course at the high school I work at, which is super cool and amazing and humbling. And I'm able to bring my love of it together. Um, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And, uh, that has also given me some motivation as well to come back. Um, you know, the encouragement that I've gotten from uh, my bosses and my principal and my my director um, to come back to the podcast and start writing curriculum to, for that course. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to inspire some other people to create their own podcasts. I've already helped a few other people uh, before this even help their podcasts. So it's a huge thing I'm inspired by. And I think it's going to help seamlessly get me into this. And the last part I'll say as well, um, another reason why I felt like I had to take a step away, um, with the with back to the burnout situation that I was feeling, um, I wasn't even, I didn't feel like I was listening to music anymore for enjoyment. I was listening to music more for business purposes or for the podcast. Like I realized that I, Every time I went to listen to music, it felt like a, like work or like a job. Um, and I think that's too when I realized like, oh, wow, like I need a break because something I'm passionate about, something I love, it, it shouldn't feel like work. It shouldn't feel like a job. I shouldn't be losing love for listening to music on my own. So that was another indicator for me that I had to step away. Um, when I when I was able to sit back and look at everything from an outside perspective, I realized how much I needed to take a break. So again, I apologize for not being transparent about where I was and what happened. Um, I appreciate everybody that reached out during this time and supported me when I needed it most. Um, I can't thank you guys enough. I can't even thank you as well for like the support I've gotten and just like the two posts I've already done, like, you know, kind of announcing that we were coming back, like just the encouragement of everybody saying like, we're so happy you're coming back. And, you know, we, we love, we were just so happy. Like it makes me so happy to hear all these things. Um, and so I just appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I just encourage you, whoever you are, whether you're a content creator or not, if you are suffering from mental health, if you get anything from this, from this episode or this, I guess, call to action if you will if you are suffering from mental health please please get help please i beg you do not wait don't get to the place that i got to because it could have gone a different way for me but i'm here i'm so happy to be here and be talking to you and i can't wait to hit the ground running again and get back to the podcast and get back to listening to your music and reconnecting with all of you. 
And yes, I'm, and like, as I mentioned, I'm not a 100% yet. I never probably will be, but I'm better today than I was yesterday. And even if I slip up today, I will, now I think I have the tools necessary to cope and that, and that way I will be okay for tomorrow. And that's the main goal. Get 1% better every single day. Thank you so much if you've made it to this end. I really appreciate the time. Um, happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, take this time with your family and your friends and be grateful and thankful for what you have. Um, be in good health. I wish you all good health. And again, if you are suffering from mental health, please get help. And if you ever want to talk, I'm a DM or an email away. I promise that I will try my best to get back to everybody as quickly as I possibly can. But again, thank you guys so much for the support. Um, I hope that my story, sharing pieces of my story, will help any somebody out there, even if it's just one person. And be on the lookout for some content coming soon. But until then, I'm Mike with the Turntable Teachers and classes dismissed.